I'm recording. Welcome into the Dream Talking Portal, Yuri. Thank you. <laughs> right on, cool. So uh, this is, um, again, I'm trying something new. I, I don't know if I'm gonna, this might be the only time I do it, but I took some notes here on my screen. We're gonna try to stay on track because there's a couple of things uh, after our phone call, which that's my top note, says phone call. Uh, <laughs> lots of cool stuff came up, but I really enjoyed it. It wasn't too long, 15, 20 minutes or whatever, but uh, I was like, I, I was like very excited to introduce Yuriv to the Dream Talking World. I know, he's great. <laughs> and of course, <laughs> listeners, I'm always bad at setting the stage. We also have Sharon, a reoccurring um, friend of the <laughs> podcast, almost basically a lifetime member at this point. So, <laughs> Hi. Hey, Sharon. So uh, another one of my notes is we'll get into how you guys met and that cool little story. Um, but one thing that we'll, I'll start at the beginning here, Yarif. One of the first things you said that uh, has been sticking with me is you said when you listen to Sharon and Mind podcast, it felt like Satsang. Yep. Which was really oh. cool. Yeah, that really touched me. And I use the word Satsang more and more. Um, with my friends, like I'll just have a phone call, a little 20 wow. minute phone call and I'll go, this is Satsang. And what it means to me is um, a, a gathering in truth. I've heard that as one definition and another one as kind of a reminder. Like, you know, we all uh, kind of, you know, we all know, but we got to remind each other. That's what we're here for. Um, you know, and so my idea is this is without sounding too pretentious, <laughs> this is a little Satsang for us. And uh, we'll record yeah. it. And if it sounds cool, then we'll put it out there. But, um, you know, that's kind of the, uh, the invitation. That yeah, I love that. I'm, I I'm all in. Cool. And then the other thing that I do is I, you know, talk about how I'm thinking about the podcast on the podcast. So one of the things I was thinking about was um, my, my rhythm can be a little fast, can be a little... Mm. And I think part of the reason is, is a lot of podcasts, I drink coffee before. And <laughs> some, sometimes I'll even choose some nicotine gum before it, which will really get me going crazy. Yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah, I know. You don't uh, even smoke cigarette, cigarettes? I don't, no, no, But, no, no. You, but yeah. you chew nicotine. Yeah, it's a hell of a mind. It's like you fire on all cylinders, yeah. And so, uh, not everyone, but a lot of them. So today, I purposefully, no nicotine, no coffee. <laughs> I purposely tried to slow myself down. Because on our conversation, Reeve, I really, I appreciated so much what you were saying. And I realized the, the your, your rhythm, like Sharon was saying, English isn't your first language. So your rhythm's a little bit slower. So I, I'm going to consciously tell myself to slow down and uh, allow you to share all the great shit that I know you're you're able to share. So there's my setup and welcome. Harif. Thank you. And uh yeah, I am a little slow. <laughs> no, it's, it's great. There's nothing wrong with me. But slow, I, I think of it as thoughtful. So maybe sometimes it's good when some it is a second language, but I also think he's very thoughtful. And intentional it seems like um Ex yeah. 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 That's better. Cool. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, at least it seems that way. It seems to be intentional. So uh, I'm going to start with one cool, because again, this is a note I had because I can't miss this because it made me laugh so hard. One of the hardest I've laughed over the phone in a while. 
we I started off by mentioning Sam Harris to you. And <laughs> yes, yeah, so you know where I'm going with this. <laughs> and uh, and um, I said, oh, do you do his meditation app? And he said, no, I don't, I've never heard of it. And I gave you the sales pitch. So Sam Harris does not uh, advertise through this podcast, but I give him free advertisements all the time. Uh, waking up, the meditation app. And you can get a month for free, basically. I think if someone refers you, or you might not even need to be referred. So, um, so I, I told Yariv, I said, I, uh, I'll send you a month for free. And then after that, it can get a little expensive. It's about, you know, $15 a month. And then I went on this whole other spiel about how you can send an email and you can get it for free. And when I finished, he goes, my first thought when you said, uh, said that you got the first 30 days for free, you want to share with them, Yuri? Um, sure. So my, 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 what came up for me was, uh, well, I guess I better wake up before the month is gone, and that way I'll get it for free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one really got me, man. That's great. I'm that doing. was good. He's quicker than he looks. Yeah. You gotta watch him. Start the thirty-day countdown. Yeah. <laughs> Working on it. Yeah. Right on. Cool. We have a, an ongoing joke. Whenever he doesn't come to Satsang, I think you would miss Saturdays. I was like, uh, "It's too bad you missed it because we all got enlightened." Yeah, I'm <laughs> sorry, you missed it. <laughs> Take the hell of a day to miss. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah right on. and then i'm gonna tease one more story but we'll put it in the bank for later of your story about going to see gangaji and the laughing oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so that, that actually ties right into that does it okay let's hear it. oh yeah 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 because um we went um sharon and i um went to this gangaji retreat this is uh 1997 uh yeah it was uh up um what's that omega institute yeah and it was it was a silent retreat but we of course cheated and (laughs) we passed notes and remember one time we even got together and whispered um but um uh, I can't remember how long the retreat was, but one day um, uh, we decided to, that this was the day that we were going to get enlightened. And so uh, <laughs> we, we got there really early uh, to the vacation <laughs> hall and um, uh, we got a, a really good seat like uh, at the front, really close to um, uh, the stage where Gangaji would later um, hear as our eyes would be closed in meditation. And, um, um, and, you know, we sat there and started to meditate earnest, um, getting ready to get enlightened. And um, at some point I realized how, how absurd the whole thing was and started to laugh. <laughs> and I couldn't stop laughing. And then, um, and this was like an hour before satsang was supposed to begin. So, um, um, and then everyone around started laughing. And then 
you know, every, anyone who walked in started laughing because everyone else was laughing and laughed for like an hour. And then uh, I remember I had to get out and just kind of laugh <laughs> my ass to get ready be in the presence of Gandhi and not start laughing, which would have been especially, especially since I was sitting right at the front. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. As somebody tells their story of pain and suffering. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and, um, I yeah she she heard about it I guess and said something I was I was afraid I would start laughing again so um, but I kind of held it together but once once it was over uh, I I think I I lost it again <laughs> uh, and what I remember also because it was a silent retreat that when I walked out <laughs> remember that Sharon someone someone held up a, a sign. Um, saying, uh, please lighten up. Oh, <laughs> oh, that must have sent you even like. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was... It's interesting. Oh, yeah, that level of laughter. And it did. It weaved itself through the satsang. It was very contagious. Laughter is so contagious. But oh, especially yeah. in satsang, for some reason, there's like this undoing that could, it could go that way. Yeah, I, I love that story so much. As you're saying it, I feel like I'm there and I'm laughing with you guys. <laughs> did, you, did you have similar experiences like that? Yeah, well, Sharon and I talked about it. Um, I was thinking also of uh, Pete Holmes, who my buddy that always comes up, my favorite podcast. Oh, wait, it was, oh, that's good. It was three minutes in. Oh, was, was it? Okay, <laughs> I lasted that long without bringing him up. Um, <laughs> Uh, Pete, Pete Holmes talks about how the best laughs are um, church laughs when you're not supposed to laugh, right? There's something about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that so, was a church laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So some of my best laughs as a kid were in, in class, you know, laughing about something that only me and my buddy thought were funny and the rest of the class wasn't and having to step, you know, uh, Bebo, do you have to step outside for a little bit and sit out there just, <laughs> okay, I can do this. I've had it at work. I've had in meetings, I've had to walk out. <laughs> of the meeting <laughs> and that's what's that's cool what's kind yeah. of, i was gonna say what's kind of cool about oh your turn i was just gonna say <laughs> we might we might be saying the same thing that's what's cool about paul's meetings is you can laugh and get away with it yeah and 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 many satsang because it's this phenomenon when i think we see this conditioning you know it's not that unlike uh, a comedy Oh yeah, you know, no, the it's... comedian just like when you at there's moments of this lucidity of oh my god the conditioning like just lets go and then often so yeah I've been in satsangs where teachers just let it go and they enjoy it you know and it gets too disruptive I guess for, but I like that's the difference between church and satsang I think yeah and and also like crying can happen i've noticed and it's a little i don't know if it would be considered a kriya would you think of it it could be a, you know what a kriya is you know like when people are shaking or it mm. could be linked to like kundalini stuff so some teachers when you're in their presence 
you will have like these experiences that would be considered Kriyas, sort of like you have hallucinations. I know, I think that was probably some sort of Kriya opening for you. You read with the laughing and, you know, we've seen teachers and, and sometimes it comes out. The freakiest for me, now I'm going to say it right, was Siddha Yoga with Gura Mai. I had transposed that. Yeah. Where I would just, you know, I'd be sitting in meditation and um, I, and it was very powerful Shakti energy, they call it there, without sort of getting into it. But it could bring about a lot of these Kriyas. It could be shaking, it could be anything. And I've never heard anything like a lion. And I know nobody piped in a lion. It was, <laughs> you know, somebody like literally like a few things. But it replicated the sounds that came out of his. I sound like a person that just saw a UFO, right? Mm -hmm. Like I'm yeah, starting no. to sound like that person. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm telling you guys. No, yeah, yeah you're in a safe um, place, Sharon. What's that? I said, you're in a safe place. I admitted to Paul's face turning into Jesus and my dad last time we talked. So yeah, <laughs> we've seen some phenomenon. crazy shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so Kriya, Kriyas, I think the laugh is part of a Kriya, like a like a lifetime of conditioning, let, letting go. Yeah. Yeah, I am. Um... To, I'm going to stop talking about myself, but I have to say that Saturday uh, before Paul's meeting, I talked with Patrick again, um, for, that we had a podcast oh, yeah, together. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my Hipster God. Hipster okay. Patrick. Hipster Patrick. If he yeah. goes in my, um, my book, I'm going to put him under Hipster, Hipster Patrick. <laughs> yes, Patrick. So, so we, had, we had planned to do a podcast Saturday before Paul's uh, satsang. And he texted me and said he couldn't because he had to talk to his sister, who's a nun and only gets to make a call like once a month. Yeah, pretty cool, right? And Whoa. Uh, yeah. And so uh, I go, okay, well, I put that, that time aside and I was going to, I was out of the house. I was going to, you know, um, uh, podcast with them. And so I said, okay, well, I have this time aside. Screw it. I'm going to take an edible. So I took an edible. <laughs> when, when you yeah. say an edible. Yeah. I never thought to ask you last time. Yeah. Is it weed? Yes, it, what kind of, um, So it would be like um, CB, CB, like more of a bodily or yeah. both. Yeah, it, both. it's it's definitely different than smoking. It, it's there's some chemical in there. I can't even remember what it's called, but it, it's a whole different thing. If you take a heavy edible and you're used to smoking a lot, you go, "This is." People always go, "Oh, it's laced with something." No, it's just that you're. Your a different things hitting your system, so it's a whole different kind of. Oh, trip. cool! So, I so think cool. Yeah, it's cool for me. <laughs> it was just kind of I'm gonna have my own little sot song for to kill two hours until two and a half hours until. <laughs> so, I'm in the, I'm in the, the yeah, I'm in the, I'm in the Berkeley Hills and listening to classical music and all sorts of cool downloads are coming in, and then Patrick uh, texts me and go, "Hey, uh, my sister canceled. You want to still do the podcast?" <laughs> I don't want to steal his thunder because he came at me with some crazy shit. He, being high helped, but it, it, it was, he came at me with some, he's been reading Huang Po and all this crazy stuff. And it was just totally like hitting me right where at the right time when he called me. 
So I said, yeah. I, I think that's my favorite, by the way. Oh, yeah, it's me too. Like, oh, yes. Like, yeah. yeah. Boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so uh, I call him and I said, um, I said, well, when you canceled on me, uh, I took an edible, so I probably am not going to podcast. <laughs> and uh, I go, not because I'm afraid of how I'll sound, but just like I don't care anymore. Once you stop caring about recording stuff. Like, why the hell do I care about sharing this with people? Just, oh, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah. So you didn't even want to try it. No. It did, want- all ambition went out the, <laughs> went out the window. <laughs> so I don't want to steal his thunder, but I'll just say he started quoting some Huang Po stuff to me. And I just started laughing uncontrollably, crying, wow. shake. It was insane. For, for, I'm glad we didn't record it because it would have been 15 minutes of us just laughing together. <laughs> you know? No, no. It was, well, it's just perfect. And it was just, wow. Yeah. Wow, wow. And I was so, um, and I hope I'll do a sober podcast with him sometime this week, but <laughs> I was so captivated by his stories. Because I was high. I didn't, there was no, I have a theory about that. I, the selfing, when Paul talks about selfing, that uh, weed slows it down. And so it's easier to catch it, the selfing. Or the oh, animals. nice. Yeah. Nice. I can't, I'd go along with that. I've never yeah. p- really pitched it because I know he's tied to AA and all that. I don't want to promote, you know, substances, but, uh, but this is my own <laughs> personal theory. But anyway, we just laughed. Uncontrol- he would just read a line of Huang Po. And then we'd laugh for 15 minutes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. That was another fun. Like no filters. No, no filters. filters. Yeah. yeah. And then what, what I kind of came away with it with was all of these ideas and all that, this non-duality and all this stuff is really cool. But the like cash value is, again, I said this all the time, you travel lighter, which means you're available to like laugh and cry and let shit go. That's kind of the, you know, the bang for your buck you get out of it yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you know any you idea that you try- yeah. yeah okay you it's your turn i know yeah, we're talking too much. i was gonna say something i'm trying to i feel like i've probably said it before but anyway it says why i have my notes so i'm gonna hit you with one of my notes you reeve um uh, okay how about how did you guys meet um so we went to massage school together. This is uh, New York of 1993. Um, and um, I actually remember I was sitting at one end of the classroom and I saw Sharon walking in and I thought, I'm going to be friends with her. Oh, I love those moments. Nice. Yeah. Uh, right? Right? You know those lifetimes. Yeah, instantly. It was, yeah, yeah and uh, it was, um, um, it was friendship at first sight. Yeah, awesome. Uh, like, you know, I remember she walked in and somehow I thought, yeah, I'm going to be friends with that woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. <laughs> like traveling through life, buddy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's so, been a pretty friendship. Unlikely. Like <laughs> the best kind. <laughs> yeah. I listened, yeah, yeah. Too. So we yeah. were friends in New York and um we did a bunch of spiritual stuff together. It just kinda happened because well, I'm actually not interested in spiritual stuff. 
uh, Sharon is. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> but uh, I, I'm not into uh, I'm not into that stuff at all, or not not much really, because I, I just don't understand it. I'm much more rational, and if it's rational and scientific, it makes sense to me. Yeah, and, which reminds uh, me, we need to talk about Sam Harris. And also reminds me to talk about the YouTube video you sent me because there's a lot yeah. of cool stuff in that too. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, but somehow I think we were doing, uh, oh yeah, I went to this guy, this uh, Kundalini Open Dye Meditation, uh, Stuart Corinne on Broadway. And that's actually, Sharon, you were mentioning Kriyas before. And actually, I started getting Kriyas there during meditation. And I still do, actually. Like, when I meditate, I get spontaneous movement, mm. um, which uh, also happens um, a little bit during yoga, so uh, especially around my mouth. So I chew gum, so oh. that way, um, or when I work as well, sometimes it happens. Uh, so if I chew gum, it, it kind of disguises it. Uh, so I'm not making weird faces uh, so much. Huh. Um, so so you, your, your like mouth will spontaneously do movements? Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Right on. <laughs> oh, I, I, I don't find it awesome. Yeah, no, I know. I know. That's, again, this is speaking from the outside. Because I, so it's so crazy, actually. The first person I can remember meeting that parallels me in that way and I've talked about like I was I was at my um, atheist it's all bullshit stage in my life when I was introduced to Kundalini and so I, I, I'm wondering if maybe you also felt this fe this feeling of like God it's undeniable this these feelings are here you know the, these sensation these energies but I must just be like tricking myself. It's a trick of the mind or, you know, it's my belief in it that's creating it. All that shit came up with, with me for a while until it kind of reached a point of like, okay, who gives a fuck? If it is just happening all in your head, it seems to be happening. And you kind of, I sort of, that was a process. I summarized, you know, maybe a year of a lot of, a lot of shit going on. You know what I mean? So I wonder if it was similar for you. You weren't, when the Kriya stuff started happening, you probably weren't on the, um, the stage a lot of people are like, oh, yes, finally, it's happening. It was kind of like a what the oh, hell is Oh, totally it? not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no. I, I just, I think that at some point I realized that there's a lot of stuff that I don't understand. And um, uh, that's, that's one thing. Uh, I mean, I was, I studied Reiki and um, Sure, I can't remember. Did you study Reiki? I went to the teacher you recommended. Oh, Michael Alatristi. I'm a ma I'm a master, you know. Yeah. <laughs> master. Oh. Me too. We both. <laughs> yeah, but um, and and I did some other trainings like you know energy work, um, but I never really understood it. And at some point, uh, I. I realized, well, just because I don't understand something uh, doesn't mean it, it exists or doesn't exist. It just means that I don't understand. So 
that's that. Yeah. Uh, it's a huge shift. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's awesome, man. Okay, cool. So it, it's reminding me again, oh, it ties in. Oh, go ahead. Do you have something to say? Please. Oh, uh, just that we were talking about how, how Sharon and I met. And then, so I think I, I told you about Stuart Perrin and you were into uh, Guru Mai. I actually went to see Guru Mai, it was by chance. Uh, and um, uh, I, actually I was uh, with Ed uh, up in the Catskills on vacation and um, uh, we were going to have dinner at the Shivananda Yoga Ranch and uh, somehow ended up at the Siddha uh, Yoga place. We, we just took a wrong turn or something. And uh, so we got there and uh, we just wanted to have dinner, but they made us uh, like sit through satsang and uh, uh, then, uh, you know- they Like a brought... timeshare pitch. <laughs> they make you sit through satsang to eat. <laughs> and then um, they said like, who's new here? And uh, so we, we said that we were, like, I raised my hand and Ed did too. So they put, up a, a, they put us up on stage and uh, Guru Mai came by with a peacock feather and like hit us on the head with a peacock feather. And I felt nothing. Yeah. Uh, it was, I guess I was supposed to feel something. I don't know, but uh, really didn't do anything for me. Uh, a lot, I, I, lot of people um, don't feel it at the time, but then they find themselves like, you know, selling their house. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like a few weeks later, their whole like uh, world changes. That's hilarious. So it's not uncommon not to have that dramatic thing in in the moment. Mm. Yeah. Well, that certainly was the case with me. It was nothing dramatic. Um, yeah, and she didn't feel it. Didn't feel like your your path. If, is that right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then uh, Sharon actually introduced me to Gangaji, um, and I remember I said um, <laughs> I, I loved her. I loved the way she spoke and what she said. I said, but what's up with that hair? Uh, <laughs> Stuck on the hair. <laughs> well, it, it totally in the way of enlightenment. Totally, it, that could, it was, yeah. it was <laughs> a bad dye job. Yeah. It, it looked like it was. It was like this. This like bleached blonde. Because we were watching it, I think on on like VHS, VHS or or something. Or I, I can't remember. But I, I remember like thinking like, you know, what's, what's up with that? I think there were, I mean, that's the beauty of our friendship is like when one would discover something, you know, we sort of bounce it off of, of each other. And yeah. there, there was this openness to go, yeah, well, that's cool, but not for me. And, yeah. you know, that, that wouldn't be in the way. But also if we both resonated, it would be amazing. And. I'll let you carry on because in actual fact, you're even forgetting about things like sometimes I, I remember finding Adida, Adida. I'm not sure what his name was at the moment. Uh, Adida. 
Yeah, the wizard. You guy. know, the big guy <laughs> from Fiji who yeah. winds up in Fiji. With the hair, yeah, right? An island. Yeah. Or no hair, right? Or no hair, maybe. Yeah. No hair. <laughs> Something distinctive <laughs> yes. on his head. But I remember, like, we would share, like, I remember reading that book and something was transmitted to me. He, he could be a pretty clear teacher. Nuts, and I don't know, like, you know, I don't really like that kind of teaching. That, but anyway, at the time, it was like every time my eyes were opened, it would be like, here you read, like, Mikey and the cereal, you know? <laughs> you try it. <laughs> you yeah. try it, tell me. And so I think we've had this really nice friendship as we would discover something. We would have the language to speak about it with each other um, and check in. And uh, so I think there's probably loads that we're even missing that. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. New York City was pretty good about it. Uh, like Wayne Lickerman. And oh, yeah. There were so many people. There was like a sort of non-duality circuit. And uh, yeah. Another, another Papaji guy that I'm sure I went to, but I can't remember. Cohen? No. No. He had, uh, he had like an Indian name. White guy. Um... It was oh, crazy. I know who you mean. Clear seeing. Um, yeah, I'm not thinking clearly, but his book was like... Oh, you need his book again to see clearly. <laughs> what? You need, his, need to read his book again so you can see clearly. You said yeah, clear yeah. Seeing. <laughs> it's gone cloudy. Yeah, I could say it's something with an N. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but there, were, there were a bunch of uh, teachers that we sort of sampled. I think she, both Sharon and I sort of were in the spiritual marketplace for a while. Um, spiritual shoe store, Paul might say. <laughs> 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 Try not lots of different shoes on. Yeah. And then, of course, then um, uh, I met uh, Francis Lucille, who I really, really liked. Uh, and actually uh, stuck around with him for uh, a few years. Uh, but Sharon, you didn't really, you liked him, but it wasn't your, your, your thing. I think at that point, I was such a bhakti as well with Gurmai. Like, it was very devotional. I had a lot of big experiences. And, but I also, um, for me, also Ramana Maharshi was sort of a featured, you know, like a person I was, so I think that's where I was at when you were out in camp. But you know, he, he it's interesting. Um, Francis reminds me from what I know from Yareev of Paul, because it was a big community and I wasn't out here. It was open. I think a lot of people wind up coming to Paul from Francis yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, a few. I, I, I least, actually. It, it seems like it. At least once, one a Wednesday night or something. Uh, I yeah. just talked this morning. It was lucky. I finally got a chance to talk with Barbara and Roman again, who um, we did a podcast together, and uh, and they've been tuning into the Saturday Satsangs with Paul. And so I saw them, and I sent them a private message. Hey, I lost your number, you know. And so earlier today, I talked with them for about an hour over FaceTime. It was cool just to check in. Uh, they, uh, they, last time they came out to California, went to a two week silent retreat with, uh, Francis Lucille and then came and saw Paul. 
and ended up staying with him basically. I mean, they stayed at a hotel, but every they spent every day with Paul. Um, and he brought them to the Redwoods and to the beach and they went wow. to the Saturday satsang and the Wednesday satsang. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they got a whole lot out of it. And they're, they're, they actually applied for a green card to see if they can come live out here for small births so they can see Paul and yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. Just to tie that little Francis Lucy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, connection. does that sound like Francis as well, um, Yuri? You know, that sense of community? There was. There, there, there really was a sense of community. And um, <clears throat> uh, we'd have uh, two big retreats twice a year. One was in Canada in the spring. And uh, on this um, property that uh, someone had... And then uh, during the summer, it was around, uh, Francis used to live um, in Clear Lake. Uh, and so it was over there. Uh, and uh, it was, uh, well, he, I think he, he lived like in a gated community that was part of Middletown, but near Clear Lake. And, um, I definitely, I was, I was in touch with a few people from that community, uh, but then sort of once I kind of moved on or lost interest, uh, I, I also lost touch with those people. Unfortunately, now I actually think of them right now, actually, a, a few of them, uh, maybe because of the, you know, social isolation and having the opportunity to talk to people that I really, really enjoy talking to and um, that are sort of, um, and this is actually, uh, there's, there's uh, a few phrases that kind of uh, uh, Francis used to use and, um, and Paul uses as well, like free sample. Mm, I love uh, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember <laughs> uh, uh, Francis would say that uh, people come to Satsang for the free samples. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's another another expression was uh, people who were like minded, and uh, it's really and that's what. What Sharon and I have is, you know, we're very like-minded because we've known each other for so many years and have seen each other um, over such a long period of time. Um, uh, we can finish each other's sentences and know what the other person is going to say next and stuff like that, which is great. Yeah, yeah, it's I a gift. It is. And I, it's a gift to have you guys here on Dream Talking sharing that because that's so much the theme of what this is. It, it's a, it really is friendship. And um, I, again, my biggest influence being uh, Pete Holmes when it comes to the podcast world is I had no friends. And that podcast, I got to listen to friends talk. And it reminded me of like, oh, yeah, because I, I did have friends and then I didn't for a good amount of time. And um and in a way, I kind of never really had the friends on the level I do now of like, like you're saying, the, the, what reminded me of it was when you're talking about um, 
finding something new and the excitement about sharing it. Yeah. You know, that's such a yeah. cool feeling to be like, oh, yeah. this is doing this stuff for me. And there's, <laughs> there's, a, there's a chance it might, you know, it might connect with them too. And that having that excitement, having someone to share that with is what it's all about. And, and again and again, these podcasts are like love letters I'm sending back to myself in those dark times that someone else in that dark time may stumble upon this. And it's just like a, like a, there's another way there is hope there's, there is, you know, it, and it's, it's uh, in a lot of ways, it was just me getting out of the way that allowed it to happen, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so thank you so much for sharing that a lot of a couple things came in on the spiritual metaphor side as you were doing it, but I wanted to start with that. Uh, that it's just so cool to share that sharing friendship, like real cool, traveling through life friendship it's just that's what it's all about for me you know yeah and I, I, I wanted to say something else which is um it's allowing of or or having the uh, uh non-dual perspective uh i think for me and i, I think for uh, sharon too uh um but I'll speak for me is is allowing me to look at um, uh, the 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 person Yariv uh, in a, in a in a much lighter way, yes. and um, and stuff that uh, maybe so a, a, a month or a year or ten years ago uh, I I wouldn't feel comfortable bringing up. I feel much more comfortable bringing it up now because there's less um, less attachment uh, to appearances. Um, and um, uh, for me, uh, I, I grew up in a, in a small community. I, I grew up, uh, you both know that, I grew up on a kibbutz in Israel. And um, one of the biggest things on the kibbutz was well, what are people going to say? And, oh, really? Oh, yeah. That's heavy. It's same thing in my little cult community growing up. It was all about what are people going to think? What are people going to say? Oh, wow. Yeah. I never yeah. thought of that. Yeah, it's huh. heavy. Yeah. 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 Because it's a tribe. It's the tribe, I guess. Yeah. 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 Um, and, and having a... a, a um, uh, a little bit of levity around that and um, uh, because of the non-dual perspective is, is just so great. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. It's, it's, uh, you're saying the attachment, another word I like to use is investment. There's so much less investment in yeah. this self and uploading yeah. these freaking images and these, uh, <laughs> you know, your reputation and all this crap. Oh yeah. yeah you see the ethereal emptiness of it and you can like just be cool with today. You know, it's, that's again, getting back to the cash value and this non-dual stuff or particularly Paul's message and all that is you, you travel lighter, you know? And I was thinking the other day too, about how Paul's invitation is not about finding the truth, but about giving up seeking like you're good here. Yeah. You know, yeah. but now it, there's no promise. It's, there's no, like, just if you work a little bit harder, it's there. It's, it's, I say it every podcast, it's always available at all times with no requirements necessary to meet it. You know, except yeah. For he's the, the timely teacher for me yeah. in that way. 
there's you know the art nothing arduous about it i think that's why i my path turned more to i guess you i i don't know the terminology that well that's why i was a terrible bhakti student you know like um i couldn't get my head around sanskrit and um but i think it's i never felt i was doing good enough like on that particular path like oh you know i don't know there's a lot of stuff around being a bhakti being yeah. um and although i'm very emotional and i had these openings from a bhakti perspective Paul's sort of message is so strong, like it's right there. And I know that's true. I know it's not about anything else. And I guess in the deepest writings of, of all these things, even in Bhakti, you know, they'll tell the story about the scholar trying so hard, but it was the kid who overheard the mantra sweeping in the, in the <laughs> stable. I just took like, 10 parables and made it into one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so it. I know it's it, in all of these teachings, it's all about it being immediately accessible. But I think it, it's a lot more freeing. I think I found uh, Paul as a teacher at a really good point in my life um, that he's so, so clear about that, you know, so clear. Yeah, I, I was thinking. So this is this is gonna be a. Uh, I got a site, Keith, because I got this from Keith over a phone conversation. But I think you guys are gonna dig it. I was thinking about uh, Guramai doing the peacock feather, right, to your head. And, it's Shakti pot. It's yeah, Shakti pot. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so it made me think of this. Uh, so uh, we share that ra both that Ramana is kind of the guy. The if you need one, yeah, one yeah. symbol to put it on, it's Ramana. Um, yeah, clear. And and so Keith was talking about the parallels between Ramana and Paul's teaching that um, they they change they they can tweak the they they're very dedicated to one sort of pointer, but they can tweak it depending mm -hmm. on where people are at. And Paul's version, yeah, is you're going to give yeah. everything all the meaning it has. So if you think you need to meditate, you better meditate. Right? That's his little take on it. And so in Ramana's case people would come to him and they would say, you know, I'm, I'm seeking the truth. I'm seeking the self. And, uh, and Ramana would be like, well, you don't need to seek it. You are it. And, and then they'd be like, yes, but I, you know, I have this bhakti thing or I have this devotional thing and I, I need to, to, uh, to, you know, I'm Hindu and I need to follow this. And Ramana would be like, okay, well, you don't need to do it, but if you're saying you need to do it, go do it basically. Right. Yeah. And then they'll, yeah. do, they'll do it for 10 years and they'll come back and be like, oh yeah. I get it. I didn't need to do that, but I did it for 10 years. Yeah. Right? So, so, uh, so Keith had this three, three different, uh, stages of, so that's one stage. That's the extreme. We'll say in time, it takes 10 years. The other is someone comes and they sit in front of them and they say, uh, you know, what's the truth? And he says, well, who is it that wants to know truth? Investigate that. And then you do self-inquiry and then maybe Oh, it becomes very clear and obvious to you there. So that took less than 10 years. That took a couple seconds, maybe, right? You had to do a little bit of self-inquiry, but then it became very clear. And then, and then I said, Paul, oh my God. And then Keith goes, the, uh, the final step is no time. People sh show up, they look at his face, and then they burst into tears. And, you know, 
he didn't even have yeah. to talk, basically. Like he, was, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And so Keith was going, so the self-inquiry is kind of the middle way between the two. Like I, you could get it with no words, yeah. you know, that, or you can do a shitload of work. You can meditate, you can do devotional, you can do your yoga, but you're going to end up right back at no words. So the middle way is you could just yeah. ask, ask who is it that needs to have the words or have the devotion or have yeah. the you know it's a I, 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 I love that, that. I love self-inquiry it's sort of like again it's like you could even take two you know make of it what you want like I almost feel like the self-inquiry that I did and I would do it a lot and I still do it you know that's my what's the one you do with the foot oh the, head? uh, the headless way yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. um what it's almost like it does like a little, they say uh, a naughty is like a knot and an opening, you know, when you have those sort of, I almost feel like every time I do it, it's like a little naughty opens up a little, but that's my construct. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. My construct. That's turning it into a story. Yeah. That's something like um, yeah. when, when I'm on psychedelics that uh, I always see when I, if I do mushrooms or whatever and I come back, I go, oh, I'm trying to tell stories about this shit. Stories are just tiny little, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's so beyond a story. And I, I was listening to uh, Michael Paul, and do you guys know him? He wrote, yep. yeah, he wrote a book on um, how to change your mind. He mostly does stuff about cooking, but then he took a seeming hard left and did a thing on psychedelics. And he was talking about when he was Aaron, on- You know him, right? You know, What's his name? Michael Pollan. You know him if you've seen him. He's out of Brooklyn. Oh! I think so. I haven't gone that down that road. I think I looked down that road. But he, had, <laughs> he had um, a book about how uh, plants um, use mankind to propagate them. Yeah, I love that. Uh, yeah. This is... This is Yuri. This is his. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I see it. Deep, deep understanding. Deep yeah. understanding. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, so what I was getting at was, okay, so he explained his first psilocybin trip. Um, and he had a guide and she tried a couple different songs and nothing really hit. And then she played uh, Bach, um, the solo cello song. Uh -huh. You'll, you'd know it as soon as you hear it. The -na 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 -na. I know it. Yeah. Um, and it's, I've listened to that on mushrooms too. And it's fucking, it, Bach is insane on mushrooms. He's like, he, he was like, he was on that frequency. I don't know whether he did them or not. Um, but, uh, uh, and then Michael Pollan tells a story about, you know, I, I no longer was listening to the music. He's explaining a non-dual experience, basically. I was the music or he goes, I was the cello. I was the horse strings on the bow. I was, you know, I was living inside of the, and, and it was a beautiful poetic explanation. But I'm, I'm like, it was such a clear example of you're telling a story. There was no, you know what I mean? Like you're, yeah. you're trying to paint it to us here in non-psilocybin world to a way that makes sense, where you could simply just say, you know, there was one thing going on, the music. Yeah. There was no me listening to the music. There was one thing going on, you know? And so all that just popped up for me. Nice. Nice. I like that. Right on. Yeah. Yeah. And then, Actually, uh, yeah. Look. Have you read it? No. <laughs> I haven't either. I've just listened to interviews. So. <laughs> I, 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 I did. Um, I did try uh, one one mushroom trip. Oh, let's hear about it. I'm excited. Um, it was. 
it was really interesting and uh there's not much to say about it was um i i um i had a friend who um was there with me um uh, holding the space and um um she's very experienced and i felt very safe and there was music and um um I was laying down under a blanket and uh, saw a bunch of lights and uh, um, it's kind of gaudy. Um, but most of it was not verbal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, it, that's one of the things that come in when you try to say something about it is you're kind of like, oh, dude, I'm trying to take this 10 dimensional thing and put it into one dimension that's words, yeah. right? It's, yeah, you can't do not it. gonna work. Yeah. 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 yeah, at least not, not, I don't have the ability to, to articulate it. Yeah. Uh, but oddly enough, uh, uh, at least it, uh, since then, I've not really felt uh, a desire to do it again. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's, it's kind of, it reminds me, um, um, this is when I was, I was going to Stuart Perrin, the guy who, uh, in, uh, did the um, open-eyed meditation and people get kriyas and so um, I sent Ronnie, my ex, to um, uh, to Stuart. I suggested he go see him and he went and he said, um, I went and um, during the meditation I saw these colors, these like beautiful rainbow colors, uh, uh, and then I walked outside, it was sunset, and uh, there were even more beautiful colors. Uh, and uh, I, I didn't feel a need to go back. Dang, that's so awesome. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's something I talk about with my kids a lot, um, is when when they say things like, you know, I wish, I've said this on the podcast before, but I wish dragons were real or I wish, wish unicorns were real. I always go, you guys know that like octopuses are real, right? <laughs> They're so much cooler. <laughs> Those are so much cooler That's than dragons. Great. Yeah, That's like, great. like any kind of video game, any kind of fantasy world, that's awesome. But like, step outside, you live in freaking magic, you know, yeah. like awesome. you're saying, the sunset the birds chirping, it's all right here. And it's just a trick of the mind to think, well, if only, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, if, yeah. if only the next drug trip or if only the next uh, city, you know, thing is gonna do it or whatever the hell is gonna do it. it, it the, the whole trick is it only can be right here, right now in this moment. Yeah. Everything else is, is, exists in the mind, it's, it's a story and it's not as real as this. You're given, you know, you, you you're not even given it you are it right here right now and you know proceed, yeah proceed from there <laughs> i i actually this reminds me uh, um i had um this uh free sample uh, uh, uh this is years ago in canada on a retreat with francis and uh i was i was out doing tai chi or qigong or something uh um, uh, on, on this lawn, and uh, it was kind of like in the middle of the 
it was woods around it, it was this house. And um, uh, I looked at the horizon, uh, like a, I looked around and suddenly I felt like everything that I was looking at was me. And um, it, it, it was, you know, like, you know, you, you kind of look down at yourself and you think, oh, that's me. And, you know, the table or the bed behind me is not. Uh, and I, for an hour, I felt like, you know, everything that I looked at was me. And it was so beautiful. And, you know, I, I went for a walk in the forest and it was May, so the snow was melting and you could see like moss and rocks coming, you know, from under the snow and little bits of fern starting to sprout. And I was like, oh my God, I'm, I'm so amazing. I'm so beautiful. Um, and, um, and, you know, and I, I didn't need to do drugs or uh, uh, play a video game or any of that. It just kind of happened. And then it went away. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, the, I mean, if we really, if we really look at it, it's really amazing around us. Fuck yeah. Or, mm -hmm. or we are it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy shit, this is Satsang, man. I'm captivated. <laughs> I love these stories. I'm, I just, it's like playing like a movie in my brain. I'm right there. Takes one to know one, right? Yeah. <laughs> what, one of the things that just a little download that came in as you were saying that was that actually is happening all the time, but there's a lot of obscuring that's yes. an illusion telling us it's not, right? Like, oh, it yeah. was this one hour in this one year of time or this one day. No, it, it's all the time. But there's, it's the mental state and the mental narration that tells you differently. And, we, and it's the belief in it that tells you differently. It's actually right here. No drugs, yeah. no coffee, no, no medication, yeah. no nothing. It's actually right here. And there, you know, if yeah. you see that obscuring as other than you, then you can, is, you're available to, yeah. of, you know. This. Well put. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just want to add that also uh, that desire to get back there mm. and to repeat the experience mm. is another obscuring agent. Absolutely. That uh, um, that I know happens for me. Yeah. Well, I think, I think uh, it's a well-known phenomenon. Phenomena. Yeah. Never was good at that word. Phenomena. <laughs> Phenomenon. Um, whatever it, it yeah it causes suffering these heightened experiences and longing for them is well documented that that could cause great suffering yeah when when actually uh, uh i i totally agree with you nick that it's it's actually the experience right now uh except that it's obscured yeah yeah and one um, of the biggest obscures is wanting to get back to it because you're creating an object which is in your mind of a past experience when that's keeping you one step from being it now <laughs> you're, you're you are being it now but you're believing that you want to get back to that place where you were before you've created an object when you already are it naturally the subjectivity of this moment that you are yeah is that state yeah mm -hmm. it's just it's so insidious it's so like this 
it's a little trick we play on ourselves that, you know, oh, it's got to, I got to get back to there. Back to, well, when you were there, it was now, wasn't it? <laughs> that was what was really cool about it is how it was now. That moment's no different than this moment. There, you know, we make up moments, we divide them up in our mind, in our imagination, but there only is consciousness in this moment. You know, that's even saying too much. That's making it two things. It's just, it's just this moment. There's just consciousness. It's just this. And yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's so it's that was a funny thing thinking back going back into memory of me and Patrick cracking up after he would read a, a line of Wang Po is the obviousness of it like it's so it's so fucking right here in your face and and then you laugh at yourself for in time seemingly spending so much time believing the exact opposite of yeah. what's so apparent you know I feel like I'm on drugs right now you guys are I'm not even drinking. No, Satan's tripping. It is. <laughs> Life is tripping yeah, when is. you're open. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you knew that too, right? You read because, like you were saying, you were having this heightened experience even with Stuart Perrin, this Shakti pot with, and you knew not to, that what following that alone wasn't really what it was that you wanted right yeah because you would have those heightened experiences but not necessarily that wasn't it right it was right. just yeah it was an experience yeah. it was an experience i think that um it was actually uh historically with me uh it was gangaji um uh, so I had, um, I'd signed up uh, for a Vipassana retreat uh, and I was already dreading like having to go to this uh, uh, <laughs> retreat and like, you know, sit for, I don't know, 10 hours a day and eat like, you know, <laughs> like have broth for breakfast and then a leaf of lettuce for lunch and like you know, three grains of rice for dinner. And, um, you know, it, it just sounded so hard and so boring. And, um, um, and then Gangaji, uh, when we went to that retreat, she said, you, you are already here. You know, you're sitting in your kitchen trying to realize how to get to, how to get home, but you're home. And it was such a relief. I was like, wow. oh, I can, you know, I, I came home and I, I canceled that. <laughs> the Vipassana retreat. <laughs> I was like, thank God, I don't have to do that. <laughs> oh my God, I don't remember that. <laughs> Oh my God! Yeah, you got the message without having to go through the the Ramana ten years of uh, meditation. And, but, and, and you know who we both got? Oh, go ahead. No, no, I didn't. Oh, I'm, I'm I'm saying I'm, I'm not saying that you know lots of searching right. brain going to retreats and yeah. satsang didn't come afterwards, mm -hmm. but um, the the basic the basic um, principle um, I got then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The non-duality, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
Yeah, it yeah. reminds me of Paul's story of um, going to the sweat, you know, and he's in the he's in the sweating sweat lodge, and he's he's not gonna you know leave because he'll be the talk of the uh, of the whole <laughs> retreat, you know, and he's bearing it down, and he's sweating, and he's in hell, and he's the first one out, you know. And then the, the second time he goes, he steps inside and he goes, oh, it's hot in here. And he steps outside. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I sort of awakened. In, yeah, yeah, yeah. Within that year. Yeah. Uh, and he said, I'm sitting out there looking at the stars, drinking Calistogos. And I'm like, why are those bastards in there sweating and struggling so hard? <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah a it's such a mystery, like what works too. For yeah. One. yeah, it's very mysterious. It is. Yeah. yeah. It, it, I like all the Zen stuff of like, this is another thing Patrick and I were laughing about. Like it, you know, Zen will, a lot of Zen stories are you work your fucking ass off and you carry, you know, water and cut. That's the, why I never yeah. went, I yeah. knew I was not. Like, yeah. that. And then, I would and, fail. I yeah. would fail. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, and, and you're very earnest and you're, and then, and then five, 10 years later, they're like, yeah, you didn't need to do any of that by the way. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, I think non-dualism was attractive by my sheer lazy. Yeah, I agree. No, I know. Yeah. That's but what I think I there was also a knowing like, you know, unless you really have such a clear calling, there was also a knowing like, hey, that girl, you know, woke up just getting on a bus and she didn't even know anything about, you know, or this woman woke up in a, in a, uh, what do you call it? Uh, or Ganga G for that matter. She just happened to really hear Papa G. And yeah. I don't know, it just seemed like very obvious in some ways for me. So I guess maybe that's when you know you're teaching when it's so, it resonates so perfectly. Um, yeah, like Byron Katie, you know, I mean, I know she has the whole questions, but basically she she woke up because of a cockroach yeah. <laughs> when she was in a... You know, so it doesn't seem to be like you have to have this order of things. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. it could be any moment. So uh, It makes me think back again to the Ramana, right? You show up and you see him, you know, and then it could just be that, you know. I, I think of, again, we've talked about how I like looking, we both like looking at pictures of Ramana. You know, I have. One. Oh, I just, that brings the bhakti out of me too. Yeah. <laughs> There's a... What's up? This reminds me, um, uh, Sharon couldn't see it because she was, um, uh, she was watching the, the, the thing on a small uh, iPad, the Zoom uh, meeting with Paul, but you were in the car and uh, you had like uh, a Ramana face. I wondered if anybody saw that. I was just playing around. Uh, it was... I was cracking up. <laughs> it was so the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't know if anyone if anyone noticed it. I just was messing. I up. did. Oh, right on. Yeah, yeah. It was funny because you know, um, just just for uh, Sharon, he 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 took like the the thing and kind of the face and kind of moved it. And then kind of put it right in front of his face, so it looked like Ramana Maharshi was uh, <laughs> listening to. Oh, that's brilliant! <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, I think I was I was nodding his head up and down like, oh yeah, when Paul would say stuff. <laughs> oh, 
that's just the, the kid in me, the trickster or whatever. It is. Yeah. Oh, he, he would love to. Yeah. I, yeah. You know what's funny is I only just found out that, um, you know, it, there's these teachings and then there's these personalities. I heard he would go berserk if like somebody like dropped like a right, he had this thing about waste. Mm. Um, so if somebody dropped like a rice kernel, you know, on the floor, is it kernel? Is that, uh, yeah. Anyway, whatever, a rice, a rice, mm -hmm. bitter rice, bitter rice on the floor. And um, yeah, it's just interesting, despite all the lightness, no. you know, this personality comes through all of us. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking. Uh, I went nowhere. <laughs> well, so sometimes when I'm when I'm looking at pictures of Ramana, um, getting back to this, he, seeing seeing it in the silence, he says all the time, uh, it, or he, people wrote down him saying that the truth is in the silence. As soon as you go to talk, you're obscuring the truth, right? Yeah, that's yeah. probably in in a nutshell. Yeah. You know all these different personalities. I love that it's so eclectic. It doesn't have to be the Zen Buddhist, you know, like yeah. person. Yeah, it's so colored. It's like um, Paul. I just yeah. love his personality. I resonate really well, actually. With yeah, he, he he shared something. He's I, he's like a stand-up comedian to me. I freaking love him. He shared something in Zoom. He shared something in Zoom the other day, which I've heard other teachers say, but it was cool hearing it from Paul. That he goes when when you start to lighten up or whatever actually kind of more Paulness can express itself. You're more- Yeah, you could really be yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're not sitting there not editing and, and, and contracting and trying to contrive this persona you're putting out to the world. It just sort of naturally flows, you know? And oh, that's been that's the experience nice. over here too. Like I, I was I would so, say, yeah, yeah. I yeah, can I see that. that. Like when you're not identified, ironically, you're living for, fuller. I think oh. I've heard him say, and in my experience, I could kind of relate to that. But I have a kind of question for both of you. You both watched that program. I think this ties in. The, and the YouTube video Yarif sent you. Yeah. That's, that's it's interesting. The terminology is a little different. Mm -hmm. So he has the I and the me. I thought that was cool. I thought yeah. that was... Yeah, I thought that was interesting. Well, the way I took it, and Yareev, I would like to hear your take on it, was um, I is kind of like conscious contact in this moment, and me is the historical self or the autobiographical self. Is that sort of how you took yes. it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, it's, uh, that's how I understood it. Um, and uh, if we translate it to uh, Paul, uh, uh, Paul language, it would be um, the, the real self and the action figure. Mm -hmm. uh, so the I would be uh, the real or the lion, and the me would be the action figure or the sheep. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, yeah, another, another way that I, I thought of it was um, um, kind of like an algorithm, the me is this sort of the, the me algorithm. And the conditioning I, kind of too, yeah? Like yeah. Conditioning, yeah. Conditioning, the... Uh, um, I like that. The, the historical, 
the yeah. historical me and uh, with all that weight, it just feels so heavy. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the I is the, the, the conscious presence. Uh, oh, that sounds kind of, uh, what's the word? Uh, um, oh, I can't think of the right word. Sharon. Uh, <laughs> That's the word, Sharon. I don't know. Did I space out for a second? Um, the eye the Pretentious. Pretentious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretentious. Yeah. Pretentious. Oh, yeah. Well, you're not being pretentious, dude. Come on. No. No. <laughs> I no, like conscious. No, no, that phrasing. That phrasing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That phrasing. It's, it's not what it I'm. You get a little flowery. Yeah, a yeah. A little abstract, maybe, or something. Yeah. 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 A little uh, obscuring the truth. Hmm. Yeah. But but just I guess let's 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 go with spacious. Yeah. <laughs> I like spacious. <laughs> <laughs> I is spacious, yeah. And I was thinking too, when you were saying me, that algorithm being heavy, it hit me. And it's, it's the belief or the faith in that algorithm that, that creates the heaviness. It's the attachment. The, right, right. That this is right. who I am. And my algorithm is acting wrong. Or, you know, my right. algorithm is not spitting out the right outputs, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. and there's a lot of suffering and heaviness that's gonna go along with that because that's God, you know, trying to play God. You're going in there trying to fix the shit that actually the spaciousness, the I, we're dancing around picking different words for it, kinda, you know, <laughs> it has nothing to do with it. It's just the manifestation, it's just an appearance, it's just an object. Yeah. Paul always talks about you lose interest in that. Any interest in wanting to change the algorithm is a whole lot of the algorithm going fucking nuts and creating a lot of havoc. You lose interest in it, and then you're available to other shit. That's the relief. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 allowing the algorithm to just be itself. Yeah. And and uh, and I exactly. think enjoying it more. Yeah, enjoy it. Uh, because. Um, when I look at, at other people's algorithm, uh, I, I, it's a lot more enjoyable when, you know, we feel responsible for this one. Uh, you know, it's a lot less enjoyable. And, and I, I have, uh, at least in my case, a, a lot less, um, again, likeness around, uh, uh, this particular algorithm, you know, yeah, yeah. other people, oh yeah, whatever, you know, it's, it's, I can see that it's caused by uh, generations of uh, conditioning and genetics, epigenetics and circumstances and uh, all these confluences that um, I really can't see how anyone can claim responsibility for any of that yes. personally yes. but i'm different yes oh my god <laughs> yeah. you, you took it right out of my own brain man i swear i had those thoughts all the time <laughs> this is a conversation i had with my therapist before any of this five years ago so i go wow. i totally i totally get there's no free will for everyone out there except for me 
<laughs> like I feel, <laughs> I know I have free will and I know I'm screwing up and I know I could do better, but I, I'm completely convinced no one else can. They're completely, uh, you laid it out beautifully. Sam Harris <laughs> does similar of like, you know, you're, you're a complete, you're a causation soup that is just outputting whatever the fuck it's outputting. Yeah. <laughs> but that, that sense, that, that sense is very real in yourself of, believing that you're different no i do have free will and i could do something different and, and dude i'm so glad we had you on Jareem. i swear you were, you were saying you were too nervous to come i'm so glad we talked you into it you're what a treasure man god you got some cool he stuff is. to share a couple of things I'm that so we're so talking glad about you met. i think both of you actually share a, um like a love for science yeah that, I'm, I'm seeing that yeah. in a cool way you know and i i don't want to yeah. get back into my story but listening to the podcast you sent was reminding me how i came to this a lot through that like i needed a scientist oh. or a psychologist to come or a really neuroscientist to come and break it down for me to believe in it because the the purely metaphoric of the spiritual teachers was cool but i was like yeah but it's all bullshit you're making it up in your mind i needed yeah. you know what i mean yeah. i needed someone to come along and say no this is like undeniable uh lee how cognition works how consciousness is you know how how the brain works and then it was like oh fuck okay it's kind of just staring me in the face in a way that i, I couldn't deny anymore because I, I always there was a belief underneath all of it i knew you know that there was something true there but i wasn't going to allow myself to believe it because it's all it's all fairy tale you know, uh, uh, magical thinking. But yeah, you know, Sam Harris was the big one for me. I have on my notes. Okay, so I'm gonna offer two things here. One, should we take a break, a juice juice and bathroom break, or do we wanna keep going? <laughs> You're such a dad. I, <laughs> I gotta make sure everyone's comfortable in a safe space. Uh, so I'm gonna offer that and then when we come- I'm causing giggles so bad. I can just being around you guys. Um, <laughs> I could pee. I could okay, I'm going to pause it and then I'll tease it after our commercial, no commercial break. We're, we'll get back into Sam Harris because I want to, because Okay, so what, podcast, what do we have until we meet back? Five minutes or You guys good minutes? with five? Yeah. Okay. I'm good with five. Yes. Do you need more shit? Check with legal. Check with legal. I can't miss, <laughs> I can't miss any more of this golden Yareve. I was thinking over the little break. I was like, I wanted to let you know, this is again, the dad, uh, um, <laughs> instinct in me. I want to let you know, Yareef, you've already like got an A plus for this. So everything from here is extra uh, credit and bonus because you And you can pick up the phone with him anytime and oh, just man. have this amazing conversation. And, it's I, and I will. I, I'll take your, uh, I'll take Sharon's permission to do that, Yareef, if you don't <laughs> I give you access. <laughs> Introducing Yareef. <laughs> I, I no, I know you two would also have a sim I think you have a similar point of view speaking of the science part yeah, too. You know, and, and again, this is so sappy, but again, getting back to you made it weird and Pete Holmes and what I, I didn't even know this going in, but it's coming in more and more. What this podcast is about, it's so sappy. It's about friendship. It's a, you know, it's a chance for, to, to connect and have real friendship. It's not about coming on here and you know showing off our egos of look at how much i know about this and that and the intellectual kind of duel whatever it's it's just friends talking and and it's so cool podcast to me is the first time in history that you can get a snapshot of that first friendship getting sparked you know what i mean and, yeah. And you can be there. yeah 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 
is I've seen Pete Holmes, some of his best friends, the first time they talked was over a podcast. Wow. And then they become lifelong family friends. And so that's such a cool little extra hack that comes along with podcasting is the and opportunity. And the podcasts that don't work for me are the ones when it's not friendly. I mean, yeah. you know, when it, I mean, great, that is kind of friendship, great, com, you know, or some of them, I guess not all, but great conversation, you know, like that spark that the other person. So I think you're right. There's, there's something, and I envy you in a way, because you could go to Satsang and go, I like that person. I wanted to do my podcast, you know, and I love that. And, I, you know, I love that about you as well as about the, um, about what happens. Yeah. You know? I, I, like I keep saying, yeah. it's a great excuse. It's an excuse to just do yeah, what exactly. do, which is talk and, and, <laughs> and explore this stuff. But now I have an excuse, which is dream talking, you know, which. And then I benefit, you know, because I'm like, Oh, I was wondering about that. You know, it make I get to connect. I, I'm saying I, yeah, yeah. the I listener. Think, you know, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it is about friendship a lot. I really feel that yeah. um, in yep. in this particular sangha too in, with Paul. You know who um, made me feel? Oh, now I'm getting personal. Please do it. But it's, it's such an egoless, you know, it's such an egoless um, group too. You know, I've heard of groups where, you know, like it's hierarchy like, oh, and shit. He got, yeah, the hierarchy. I remember, I remember I had a bit of uh, a thing happen where I was crying. I didn't even know Paul that well. And, um, and, but I had been going to satsang for a while, for like maybe four or five months and something happened in my personal life that was really messy and bad and dramatic or maybe bad as it was, it was just dramatic Intense, and stuff. Yeah. And it was so different. And, um, and I didn't know Paul that well. And I turned out, I turned at the, uh, turned up at the um, firehouse to have coffee but um, I guess maybe I was a little delayed and Paul would never, I it so, seems so out of character. He's like, where were you? <laughs> Which that's not very Paul-like, is yeah, yeah. it? You know, no, no. not in my experience. And um, I said, I was in my car crying for <laughs> and, and I remember him saying, and him saying, um, do you want drama or do you want truth? And I knew in that moment, and I've known all my life, I was like, no, I want truth. And, um, and that's kind of how I love this sangha, this group, because it's, everybody's so colorful. And there are some people that are drama, but really it's about truth. It's not really about the drama. It's not, oh, you know, like Paul likes you more, or, yeah. you know, like, it's so non, it's so drama proof. Yeah. You know, and that's beautiful to me. And he, he makes it, you know, that comes from uh, him, I think, and, yeah. and Amelia too. I was just thinking now of how like, in any other group, I could see some sort of a sense of like, oh, these are the ones that are awake and these are the ones that aren't, you know what I mean? And, and it's yeah, this group yeah. that never even pops into your brain. <laughs> it's just like, it's all just us. Oh, the guy with... Yeah, the ridiculousness yeah. <laughs> of it you see so easily, you know, and that's the cool thing about non-duality. I've never quite been able to, to pin it, 
of it's all kind of a joke. Like even just talking about yeah. it, it's, you can't take it that serious. You know? And the whole AA overlay, like the color of the people, I, Oh my God, it speaks to my heart and the okay. accessibility uh, and the unpretentiousness. Of I, it. I, I am yeah. going to get back to you, Yurif, but I, there, something popped up to me. I've been wanting to ask you, Sharon. I've never asked you on podcasts or off for a long time. And I, I wonder, yeah. I'm wondering, I've noticed a lot at a talk, it'll hit me. Cause, so I was raised by mostly my mom and then mostly girls. So I'm, I'm more just, and I have mostly girls at home. I have, you know, uh, four girls. Yeah. Mom me and my stuff. So I'm always kind of tuned more towards looking out for feminine. And, and I've noticed in talks uh, or not talks, um, um, coffee afterwards, I'll look around and I'll go, there's like 12 guys here and Sharon. <laughs> I, <laughs> you ever always sound real. Yeah. I love it. Have you love ever it. noticed? To me? Yeah. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> but have you ever noticed in the moment or is it just like, we're just all here or does the gender thing come in at all? Yeah, yeah, okay, I yeah, yeah, yeah. and I've loved it. I okay. really like it actually because I, I sometimes it's the opposite, you know. Like mm. I'll look around and go, "Oh, there's a bunch of fifty-year-old, you know, <laughs> affluent marine <laughs> women here." <laughs> so I much prefer, and it's not always like that with, but I hear no, you. It has happened a few happen, times, though. But yeah. I love that there's no big formula. You know, yeah. like, oh, wow, there's a guy dressed up like a clown that's come, you know, or somebody that's probably a homeless person. And, um, you know, there's probably a millionaire sitting next to me. It's, I love that there's literally no formula to those. Guys, I'm so sorry. demographic. I got to pause the recording real quick because I got to take a call. I'm so sorry. Oh, go ahead. Go okay. ahead. I was enjoying the podcast. Yeah. And I said... Uh, I'm enjoying it, and of course I'm going to love uh, Nick because he thinks like me. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that goes back to our podcast, Sharon. Like it's when you have someone else like, oh, you love improv too, like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. It is. It, it, that's really again to get sappy but it's it's the not feeling like you're alone you feel like you're crazy when you're you know yeah the person that thinks yeah this way but someone else is like no yeah i have the same you know inclination. yeah okay and they just have a like and and it's even a illuminated it's not yeah. like a complete like loop yep. it's like oh well man the me yeah. and the i <laughs> you know <laughs> And then you're available to be blown away. Yeah, well, that's, you know, I, I overuse the metaphor of jazz, but it, it, you know, you can do a solo jazz performance, but a duet or a, a tr try, I don't know, whatever three people is. Yeah. That one. Yeah, yeah. You know, we all have the notes that are in our repertoire and our algorithm. And then when they combine together, you get a, a fourth cooler note harmony that's hit that can't be hit. Mm. You know, so I just. Beautiful. Yeah. In, um, I didn't know that. In in um, in uh, that podcast that I sent the two of you um, yesterday, uh, not podcast, uh, the video, uh, YouTube video. Uh, he he kind of touches a little bit on polyvagal, mm -hmm. and there's there's uh, uh, something in polyvagal called uh, co-regulating, where um, that's that's something that we need is to uh, regulate our nervous system with other people 
And uh, I think that when there's other people that um, we agree with and we're speaking the same language, uh, it, it helps us regulate ourselves. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. Yeah, that's why, uh, you know, again, friendship and, and good conversations, it's, it's, there's a familiarity to it. You're, you're comfortable again. You don't feel, like you said, your nervous system can chill out in a certain way. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. I'm not a weirdo. Yeah. I'm not, everyone isn't out to get me. You know, like there is some, there, there's some other people out there that, that resonate at the same level and we're cool and we agree and you feel safer in a way yeah you know, yeah that, yeah that could be just you going are. down to a nervous system level you know the nervous system exactly you know. i just got that you know because the polyvagal is this nerve that really feeds almost every system in the body i just kind of made clicked with me how we really do physically nurture ourselves when we're really in friendship yeah i mean every system is probably nurtured in a very wellness way yeah i get it yeah i mean so yeah. like just now <laughs> the reason i had to step away uh, my boss called and um you know I, I pick up the phone and i'm talking to her and she's like god you're in such a great mood what's going on and it's <laughs> wow. yeah you know, Gosh, I, just, I was just having a really good conversation with yeah. Some yeah and don't they have like all these really cool studies that like People have smoke and drink. They live longer if they have friendships oh, yeah. than people that are the healthiest people. Mm -hmm. But if they're isolated, um, so yeah, I just got made the connection mostly though with the whole polyvagal nerve. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, the vagus nerve. It's it's <laughs> the vagus nerve, right? Okay. Yeah, the vagus nerve, yeah. the polyvagal is the theory. Uh, just oh okay yeah there's a guy out there this isn't going to be good podcast material but i'll, I'll look for him and send it to you later Yareev. there's a guy who has a whole theory on it that uh, i i came across on youtube a couple of times and he's soup he's written books on polyvagal and all that and he has groups oh, wow. that they study and then it's bad podcasting so i'm not going to say his name but i'll look it up and i'll send it to you for sure oh it, great it's some really he cool loves stuff that. Yeah. um <laughs> i bet you know his name um Hang on. Now, now I'm blanking out. Um, wait. Uh, it's coming. Uh, it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, move on. Okay. Sure, though. So, sure, <laughs> just did a baby coming out of the womb. <laughs> thing with her face that was amazing that was that was a theme that um keith and i were having a, our last phone conversation of uh of, um uh ramana's self-inquiry that he's like a midwife from what you what wow. you're not to what you are that you know oh, that transitional in between the two worlds like try this maybe that'll get, get you <laughs> try this maybe that's i mean this you is know there is a gentleness to all this that is quite yeah. a feminine just the expansiveness yeah. so maybe that's also why you were saying have you ever looked around and noticed there's 12 guys yeah. i mean it doesn't feel like 12 guys like mm -hmm. how it might feel oh absolutely yeah no yeah. guys guys 
so I work in the construction world and manly man stuff. And I, so I had the other day, this, oh God, I was talking I'm to a lumberjacking. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's intense. It's crazy. Wow. I, I was talking to this 40 year old dude the other day that he was uh, similar to me, grew up in a religious fundamentalist kind of cult thing. He grew up in Puerto Rico and then uh, he got out of there and then he was a atheist. It's all bullshit guy for most of his life for, I don't know, 20 plus years. And um, he, this is a story, so don't take it at face value. This is just my remembering of it. He kind of came to okay. me and goes, dude, you're, you're happy a lot. What's your secret kind of thing? You know what I mean? And, 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 and I go, you know, I don't know, man, but let me just throw something out there. Have you tried meditation? And I know he liked Sam Harris already for his atheist wow. stuff. And I go, well, let me show you a whole new side of Sam Harris. And so I said, <laughs> the meditation app and he's been doing it for a couple of months and so I talked to him over the phone yesterday and it was so cool it was like the way that so many people were coming to Paul in the last song and like uh laying down the fruits of his teaching uh, oh right there with the gratitude yeah the dude the dude that was in the hills in wow. France and all that cool stuff it was a small mini version of that is he wow he comes to me and he goes you know dude I've been meditating for I don't know 30 days straight and it just hit me like why did I ever care about any of the shit I cared about like my, my kids or what I know yeah <laughs> it, it was wow and, and he was explaining, this is my words, but my interpretation of it, he was explaining my ego has been wrapped up in everything, in my happiness, in my self-esteem. And he saw through that illusion. And he's like, I just, Holy shit. it was, it was really fucking cool. And it was, it was a little, soft that's song. <laughs> yeah, it was a little, soft song. all the conditioning, yeah. like, boom. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, I, I don't remember why I was bringing that up. Somebody triggered something to make me think of that, but. Oh, being um, birthed. And yeah, the yeah. The whole male thing too. Yes, like, that was it, that was it. So guys in construction world, it's so much ego. It's so much uh, hierarchy. Everyone knows if there's, except for a Paul meeting, this is one of, this is the contract, contrast I'm getting at. 12 guys sitting around on construction site, everyone knows the hierarchy. They know who's the top dog, who's the alpha. They know it's unspoken. Wow. Everyone fucking knows. And if you talk out a turn, then you're going to, you know, you're going to be put in your place. That's all that language. Put in your place. Stay in your lane. It's just rampant. Uh. It, it sucks. It really does fucking suck. And um, I've noticed, again, more and more, like we were getting that last time, I share Paul's message. I just am myself. I can't. There used to be construction, Nick, and then, you know, real Nick, whatever you want to call that, more genuine Nick. Yeah, genuine, more authentic. <laughs> genuine Nick is just construction Nick now. I just can't, I can't translate it. Wow. And instead of me being like the guy who gets totally run all over for not, you know, playing by the construction rules, I see more and more everyone else lightening up and like <laughs> Whoa. crazy, you know what I mean? And if they don't want to lighten up, then there's just kind of like, okay, you don't have to, but it's available. We don't have to play this hierarchy and part of what helps too is, you know, I've have had 10 years now in my trade, so I'm not a newbie anymore. I'm respected for my knowledge of, you know, of what. So I you could stand in your own, you're yeah. not looking for approval. Exactly. And, and there's yeah. this thing of anyone that maybe is in their first year that goes, this guy's got 10 years and he doesn't care. You know, I get that all the time. People will be like, <laughs> you've been in this for how long? I'll be like, oh, 10 years. Like, what? I thought maybe, you know, 10 months or whatever. And 
Yeah. So, so again, this is getting back to just, you sit in a meeting with Paul and guys are allowed to interact with each other in a way they aren't in so many other situations in our culture, you know? Yeah. 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 I'm thinking also of, um, how you, you notice that you don't have to be construction anymore. It's like, but you're powerful at the same time. Yeah. You're not being run over. And I wonder if it's that you were talking on another podcast and I know you read that, like what's the, the Eastern arts where you just get out of the way. Oh, uh, Aikido. You know? <laughs> Aikido. What is it called? Aikido. Yeah. It's oh, like yeah. the Aikido mindset. Like I'm just not playing. Yeah. You know, keep doing your kicks. It's yeah, fine. yeah. I call it uh, emotional Aikido. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it, it takes and, and it takes powerful. two to tango kind of thing, right? So someone comes at you, the coffee's kicking in, guys. I'm sorry. I'm speeding up. <laughs> <laughs> I see. I but, couldn't tell it. It's it's yeah. still internal. It yeah. hasn't been noticed yet. Yeah, right on. Yeah. The <laughs> algorithm's speeding up. So take a deep breath. <laughs> But yeah, emotional, right. I, the emotional Aikido thing is like, it takes two to tango. So if you're resisting, then there's a whole lot of conflict going on. As soon as you relax, in a way, they see the ridiculousness of wanting to fight. And then, you know, that's peace. That's what it reminded me of when you said how you've changed, how con you can now be, um, well, if you're not constructive, Nick, do you have a name for, you construction, Nick, but you're not with all the macho bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. hierarchy yeah yeah you're integrated yeah there you go yeah because yeah. you still it's in the world but not of it yeah because yeah you still yeah, got to yeah. be on the construction site you know but uh but it's just a different different algorithm is allowed it's it's available you know yeah that's uh easier to travel lighter through this is i've never said this to anyone this is all just coming to me on the spot but it's a good little story i like it <laughs> i like when it comes on the spot it's yeah. alive yeah, yeah it's a little less removed yeah right so on. you read did you remember yes <laughs> what's the steven, name is it steven fortress <laughs> yes that's it i knew you knew it man yes okay you probably know more about him than i do but i've seen some cool really cool videos yeah that he yeah. Had. yeah 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 steve porges and there's a uh, a therapist named dana who's really uh i like her okay. she's good um yeah she she also i can i can uh email you some some uh uh youtube videos please you yeah i'd love it man yeah 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 awesome. it's uh I, I was um i was going to these uh polyvagal meetings in uh uh mill valley actually sharon came to one <laughs> <laughs> I got yelled at by a woman who wrote a book about play because I interrupted. She wasn't very playful at all. Wait a minute, Sharon, you interrupted? I don't believe it. <laughs> I didn't know I did. <laughs> yeah, good point. Yeah, good point. No, but <laughs> you're right. You're right. She, 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 she's talking about play. I mean, that's play, right? It's giving. <laughs> wasn't very playful at no. all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it's, it's... No, it's a good group. It's a, good, a fun it's, group. But it's, it changes every week, every time, right? Yeah. It's there, just different people presenting. Yeah. Yeah, 
yeah, there's certainly some uh, personalities uh, there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, it was interesting. It was very interesting. Yeah, I have all sorts of questions. Again, I haven't been in any groups. This is all just coming to me real time in the moment. I'm wondering, there's probably uh, along this theme, there's so much more available. There's, it's one thing to sit, um, sit with yourself and meditate, right? Or contemplate or whatever. And another thing to sit in a therapy session and it's all about me, 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 um, you know, my problems. And then I could see so much else being available sitting together and holding that space. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, can, does any of that ring true to sort of what the, the, the vibe is at a polyvagal meeting? I think it's a little different, right? Because that's not a group therapy thing. That's people presenting. Is that right, Yurif? Um, so the way the group worked was um, um, each, each meeting, someone would present something uh, about the, uh, uh, connected to the polyvagal theory. And it was uh, a lot of people who were body professionals. So uh, um, um, I don't know, I, uh, uh, there was a rolfer, there was a um, Pilates instructor, uh, um, all kinds of people connected to to the body in some way, therapists, yeah. um, and then there were just people who were just interested in in the polyvagal uh, theory. Um, but uh, the I think that um, there were some issues for me because. Um, a, there were some personality things that people kind of felt like uh, um, someone told me that um, uh, uh, someone uh, uh, turned to her and said, uh, so uh, what do you do? And she said, uh, uh, oh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm a client of uh, uh, this um, um, uh, osteopaths who uh, hosts the meeting and they just kind of uh, said oh and just kind of turned away <laughs> <What the hell>? <laughs> <laughs> and something like that happened to me oh, right. like uh, someone was talking about um, um, uh, doing doing medicine work uh, which is a code for uh, uh, you know, working with psychedelics. Mm -hmm. and, oh, oh. And uh, I said, um, oh, I just, um, I'm, I'm planning on doing something. And, uh, and you know, she said, uh, who with? And I said, uh, with a friend. And, and she kind of looked at me and said, oh, and just turned away. <laughs> interesting because it was it is. a professional meeting and mm -hmm. all the meaning is yeah like it's a lot of meaning going full, on full yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 and 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 it is so much about the 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 
me algorithm yes and, uh and you know the pecking order and oh um you know you you're you're uh uh so osteopath would be very high then uh chiropractor would be lower and uh massage therapist even lower and just a client <laughs> be even you know clients at the floor uh, yeah <laughs> 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 yeah 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 it's fun to bring that with all that tension of the hierarchy to a place like this with no hierarchy yeah and we can laugh about it <laughs> yeah 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 exactly yeah it's it is pretty funny yeah i was thinking this yeah, is I remember um i don't think i'm outing keith too much i remember Keith saying that to me on the on a phone he's like i really like that people don't know what you know, yeah. I, I've done and and they don't um, and they don't care in a certain way too, which is kind of cool. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Occasionally it'll come, and but then occasionally I'm like genuinely like for some reason I did ask with who was on the show Patrick. I'm like, I don't know, but there's something interesting about him, and and so it was just it wasn't so much from a status thing, and maybe More maybe that's not a thing I should ask, but I did ask, and it turned out it was really fascinating. But yeah. what he does, he does do. It was. Yeah. I was uh, thinking, uh, Paul used to answer when people. I think he still does when people ask him, "What do you do?" He says as little as possible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great answer. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love yeah, it. Uh, years and years and years ago, actually, I told you that, Sharon. My friend Stan, this is when I was still living in New York, he said to me, um, I don't know anyone who can accomplish as little in a day as possible. <laughs> and I, I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's it's a compliment. It is. This is this is what one of the things that edible weed teaches me. Quote me is as soon. This is going back to the Patrick and going. Why did I want to record a podcast? As soon as I take it, I go. I I don't want to do anything. Like and why is that so pathologized to that not to be okay to not do anything? Just chill for yeah. You know just because. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, that's always a big because lesson. Everything's here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why would you want sometimes? Why would you want to do something when you're in that sort of like everything is fascinating? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. a good place to be. It is. Yeah, it I is. Think, yeah, I, I could. I'm laughing at you. Be so mindful. You know, I know. it's it's really nice. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I forgot what I did. The, you know, Dan more mindful about everything and you you could have a lot busier life sure you could have see a lot more clients in a day and you know just get crazy busy but you choose not to right yeah yeah it's 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 just a better pace for me yeah, I think that's yeah. so cool. To Knowing have your that. constitution too. Yeah. yeah. I think that that's something that um it's like an unlearning for me too. I have to set, it sounds ridiculous, but I have to set regulations of like, no, we're not going to do this, this and that. We're going to allow, like free play. We're going to allow yeah, time for free play. Yeah. You know? 
Uh, yeah. For, for me and my kids, like, no, I'm not going to have you go to soccer practice, ballet, da, 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 da. Like, let's just go to the park. Let's just go to the backyard. And that, this, nice. is, this is going back to two, it pops, two things popped in my brain. One, the last conversation we had, Sharon, over the podcast where um, I said, uh, there's things being done on another level trust that there's something yeah. work, work being it, done on another level that's when you allow yeah. if you fill everything up with your intention and your idea of what's right there's nothing allowed for that you know that's so true it's so compact and yeah. unseen which made me think too yeah. of falling asleep during a sot song like like that a lot there's work being done on another level you, you your idea of you having to be awake and catch every single thing and take notes and this, yeah. this and that is getting in the way of the relief of falling asleep falling asleep is a great gift you know like taking a nap is one of the best things in the world but the mental state will come in and say i shouldn't have taken that nap i missed you know right, the lesson right. maybe the yeah, lesson the was shame. the nap yeah 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 yeah, yeah. a lot that's it it's yeah, done yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely I know. I felt great afterwards, except for the story I went into. There's another thing. I don't know if this is, this is, okay, I'm derailing it. But speaking of like that conditioning of thinking it has to look one way rather than just being open to the moment. That's another thing at Gurmai's. When I would do meditation, I would have a lot of and I don't know what it was, but I would stop breathing. <laughs> mm. and, that, and that sounds terrible. And then I heard, then luckily enough, I heard Gurmai say, oh, there's these, you know, because it's all about, everybody's about breathing and this is great for you. You have to breathe this way. But I would literally like breathe so shallowly, like it almost would feel like suspended animation until I like got permission in my, crazy brain when I heard her say you know about these yogis and how they stop breathing it's like oh yeah. <laughs> you know so it's like the nap turned into something great and the, the not being able to breathe turns into something great who know? and doing nothing is great yeah yeah uh, can I jump in for a second please uh, yeah two things one was about the sleeping uh I thought um you know, that's that's kind of how babies are or young children. Yes. They'll yes. just, if they're tired, they'll fall asleep. Mm -hmm. And um, and I think one of the things that I find um, um, really wonderful about uh, this community is people are more natural, more themselves, and in some ways more childlike. Yes. Um, which to me is is a, a sign of freedom and um paul for sure he's the biggest goofball um yeah <laughs> yeah um, i think it's a sign of a great teacher i agree yeah the yeah. other thing um about the breathing that um uh, i was uh i was taking this uh pranayama yoga workshop and uh, um, uh, there was like inhale take a break then exhale uh, so uh, it was it wasn't like you're not breathing you just take a little rest huh. uh, between breaths 
And I really like that. It's just, you know, you can just, um, just sit there and, you know, not <laughs> do anything. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was thinking about Paul. I like it a lot because I was thinking about Paul about uh, just a rest. Like, like wow, you, a pause. It, it can give you a little hint of a pause, a rest. And, all, and that's very uh, Papaji too, right? Didn't Papaji say to, what's her name? He said to a lot of people, like, just stop. Oh, just stop. For the first, yeah, time, yeah. For the first time in your life, stop. Yes, yeah, that's the one that I like to use. And all she the time. says she heard it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and I think you like, could get. Well, what was the stop about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then yeah. what happened? <laughs> I get the stop, but what was next? <laughs> Where did you go with that stop? <laughs> yeah. yeah, as you were explaining that pranayama, Yareev, I was thinking that yeah, that may be a it may be a little hint because even just now, as you were explaining, I was breathing and I was remembering times of like yeah we think of breath as this continual on forever thing and that you can get a little hint of that pause and then mm -hmm. that, oh, that pause is kind of what's again this is a story but underlining all the breath and all the yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. it's kind of like um the uh the the silence in which all sounds appear that's it yeah mm -hmm. it's a way to get get at it experientially by just taking a little rest. I've, I've had this, Paul has a really beautiful metaphor for it that speaks to me um, about- can you, can you hold that thought for a minute? Please. One sec, I'll be right back. Okay. okay. <laughs> it really pause. is like just hanging out with your friends. It's yeah, like, I know. It was so <gasps> funny. I don't want to steal too oh, much. Oh, there's the record. I don't want to uh, <laughs> steal too much of Patrick's th uh, you know, thunder. So I'm trying to not bring up the conversation. He brought up so much cool stuff. But one of the things that made me laugh was he goes, uh, he goes I'm going to use one of your sayings, um, something that came through for me last week. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm such a hippie. Because I would say that. Uh. <laughs> yeah, something that came through. Like, oh, nice. Rather yeah. than just saying a download. Yeah, know, yeah. Or even a download's cool. Or saying, like, like I had a thought, you know, if there's something yeah. that, you know, something came. I like something that came through. I do like that actually. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes that's the way it feels when you're just completely out of the way. Like, yeah, where the yeah, fuck yeah. did that come from? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, and then you, your idea of yourself is the doorway where this thing came through, and it's gone. Yeah, yeah. And so now you're gonna, you're gonna try to explain about this thing that came through. It wasn't me. It wasn't my thought. It wasn't whatever. It was a thing that came through. So something that came through. Yeah. Talking about the pause. Uh, was sitting in a park bench waiting for my friend um, in San Jose and I'm looking at a tree and birds are chirping and the wind's blowing and stuff and I saw in that um, Paul oh my I'm getting a call I'm sorry guys <laughs> we're not ever gonna get through oh it's okay you okay. want to pause I was thinking to I'm gonna not pause you guys keep talking okay yeah? okay here we okay. go I thought about that last time <laughs> So, <laughs> you might have to edit it. <laughs> well, well, did you ever listen to the, um, the podcast that I sent you and that actually Nick had sent me? Um, the weird one? The, the, the science? Yeah, you made it weird? Yeah. 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 Oh, cool. Then maybe we could talk about that because I think Nick really liked that and I really liked that. So... Maybe we should just wait. But I, I did like the way that um, 
it was science and the emotional. Because I think sometimes for me, science can almost feel a little dry, like it's trying to manage the emotions from this, this control set, you know, this, this theory. When I thought that it was very effective how this scientist was talking about how he at some point could not um, ignore the emotional stuff that way. He couldn't science it away. <laughs> sort of like how spiritual people sort of spiritualize. Yeah, yeah, spiritual. yeah, yeah. So I thought that was, a for me, that was a really, and, and I don't think I finished it. I think I have about 10 more, 15 more minutes, but um, it was great. You know, what did you think of it? I didn't finish it. Um, it. It was a little hard for me to follow because um, they kind of meander and uh, um, my mind doesn't work like that. Uh, I, I want things to be more linear. Uh, oh, <clears throat> oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, well, well caught how you learn too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, when when there's, uh, um, you know, we're talk, like the, talking the about the guy, podcast that you sent. Okay, so okay. Yeah. <laughs> science guys started explaining something, and then the other guy, the the podcast guy, uh, uh, kind of had a thought. You made it weird. Oh, the science Mike. Science uh, Mike. Yeah, what's wasn't the, that awesome? What's the name of the other guy? <laughs> Uh, Pete Holmes. That's my that's my podcast that's your, hero. Your hero. Yeah. So I I, I was telling Sharon that um, I I like things to be more linear, uh, and uh, so for example the the science guy would start explaining something, and before he finished, uh, the, uh, the comedian uh, Pete Holmes yeah. would uh, <laughs> would hear something and go on that tangent mm -hmm. and i was like wait a minute i want to hear the end of the explanation yeah. first yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Then go on that tangent yeah. Uh, yeah yeah so um uh but but, but i was saying that oh go ahead you could yeah but um it, it was it was again it was kind of like listening to um your podcast with Sharon, it just felt um, like two friends talking, and yeah, um, like and it, it again, it was it was satsang. Yeah, uh, um, it, it was definitely uh, they they were and and you know I I, I agreed with what they were saying. Yeah. Uh, and again, they were like, oh, cool. You're thinking like me. Yeah, <laughs> yes. you're great. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, but the, the, the meandering thing um, is, is hard for me because uh, m my mind kind of works in a very linear fashion. Yeah, I can totally get that. So first off, I got to say, uh, I think I can retire the podcast because I've gotten two of the best compliments on it ever that you, that it, that, 
that Pete Holmes con- uh, Pete Holmes's podcast reminded you of mine because that's all I ever wanted. <laughs> I'll give you the Done. 20 bucks later. <laughs> Please, yes, thank you. Free, free advertisement. And then Sharon, I think it was off mic, but Sharon said that uh, you fell asleep to my podcast the other night, which that, again, is the greatest compliment. I know people, like we were talking about, people say, oh, it was so boring, you fell asleep. But to me, when you're in that vulnerable, half asleep, half awake realm, you know, to be able to trust somebody to listen to the podcast during that time, to me, it's just, it's a great honor to be, it's almost like, again, I, I brought up the Pete Holmes, somebody told him that they were uh, having a bad trip on LSD and they put on a Pete Holmes podcast and it calmed them down, which is, again, what a great fucking the best. Yeah, you know, best. so I wanted to start with that. So thank you for the best compliment <laughs> ever has received on this podcast. <laughs> And then also I was going to get at that. Yeah, Pete Holmes gets a lot of shit for, for cutting people off a lot. Uh, and and oh. yeah, oh yeah, everybody. I was like, shut the hell up and let the guests talk. And, and it's, to, to me, again, podcasts and interviews are two different worlds. And I think interviews uh, lend themselves to the linear a lot more of, um, let me ask a question. You can completely finish your thought. And then I have either another prepared question or some sort of a response to that. Whereas to me, yeah, podcasts are, it's not about, I don't, even though you do as a byproduct, you don't leave a podcast with like more knowledge that you're armed with to go out into the world. It's experiential, like a conversation is, in that it's not, okay, what, what objects do I get to take with me from that experience? It's just, it's fun while you're listening to it. That's what it's about. It's like listening to music. It's like listening to jazz. It's not about leaving with anything. It's about the experience and the enjoyment of the jazz in the moment. You know what I mean? So all that came up for me when you were talking about, you know. Huh. What a great riff. Yeah, really. I love that. That was the first time I ever tried that one too, but you, you pulled that one well, out. Yeah. It's funny because your thing is a circle too. You're, you're yeah, that wasn't for- on purpose, but yeah, that's another good point. I think all the time about how Paul's um, presentations aren't about leaving with any knowledge. It's, it's the experience of watching... I've used it before going to see Miles Davis. You don't go because you're going to go, oh man, that was so cool how he hit those notes. It's just, you're overwhelmed by the performance, let's say, right? <laughs> and that's, you know, I don't ever go to a Paul meeting. The idea of taking notes at a Paul meeting is ridiculous because it's, yeah. you know, it's, and, and there's this way of like, it's either it's true and it resonates in this moment or it doesn't fucking matter. So you know, so slowly over time, certain things stick. And I, all the time, people say something that, that reminds me of Paul, even people that have never seen Paul. Oh, my, my teacher, Paul says that, but it's not because I ever wrote it and said, I got to commit this to memory. It's just in there yeah. in a way, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, it's, all that, you just, that's so up. interesting. Yeah. Cause we, I think almost everybody that experiences Paul Satzan is like, I didn't understand a word he said. Like eventually <laughs> you're, you're able to draw out the notes, but yeah. it's like <laughs> this yeah, that's a great point. of sound. Again, going um, back to, I'm probably overusing it, but going back to the music metaphor, more like a Coltrane, when Coltrane goes, it's crazy amount of notes. You don't hear each note, but the whole thing as an idea is like, oh, I've never heard anyone even try that. That's yeah. So cool. And you can go back and, pick up note for note and play it yourself but you missed the point the point was the whole song the whole oh. riff the whole you know right yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> I like that. <laughs> it's, it's, it's true because I can't understand how I didn't understand him at first. Mm, and yeah. I think, you know, we almost all say it just sounded like a block of information that was going. I just couldn't figure it out. And like I said, even I before, it wasn't like his language <laughs> was totally unfamiliar. I didn't hear a word. Yuri <laughs> said, I still can't understand what he's saying. <laughs> so that's good. <laughs> it's a good place to be. Yeah. He loves that. I, I said, Paul, I don't understand. He's like, it's fine. You know, like that's so, he hears it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a good, how many teachers say, if, if a student comes and says, I don't understand what you're saying, how many teachers say, that's good, you're on the right track? <laughs> right, right. Look at that empty. Yeah. Look at that empty. It doesn't get any emptier than that. I know. Aww. Yeah. Right on, guys. Well, you know, I'm hitting that time in the space time where kids are going to start getting hungry and looking for food. Yeah, this kid's hungry. Right on. I'm ready to that was so much fun. Thank you so much. It's so much fun. I don't care what happens to this. It's the experience is it you're definitely in line with the right thing. You're doing what what your personality does so well. Right on. Thank you. Yeah, it's, it's a nice it's, Yeah, it's cool. I was talking I don't know if I did it on mic or off mic, but when I was talking to Senna, I like it's uh like a little exercise and I'm going to take Nick the ego and you go sit in the corner for an hour <laughs> and then dream, dream, yeah. And then dream talking is going to take over and it's totally that. Oh, wow. You know, and, and it comes through. It yeah. Comes through. Yeah, I guess wow. one way to put it. And I, I haven't, I don't listen back to much, but I will say I did listen back to yours. The one we did all the way through. And it's, it's like, it's not me listening. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's not me listening to myself. It's it's I'm listening to the podcast, you know, and and it's weird, like getting lost in something that yeah, it's really a cool. And I had a similar thing of like, oh, that felt the most like a you made it weird, which is so cool for you to say, Yuri. But you felt oh great, yeah. uh, It's just a gift, (laughs) you know. It's it's a gift to have this this pop up, and let's do it again. Oh, anytime, anytime. All right, or you lads get on with it. You you can make your oh, own. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, and then we can really let you let you loose, Yuri. Now that we know the. Uh... Yeah, I won't be. I won't be taken over. <laughs> <laughs> I love you both, madly. Love you guys. Okay. All right. See you soon. Goodbye. See you Wednesday. <laughs>